0: Jack, it's an important job. I need someone I can trust. I'd like you to handle
1: this operation personally. You are my number one guy. Vicki Vale. Bruce Wayne. And what do you do for a living?
2: Lieutenant,
1: is there a six foot bat in gotham city my friend your luck is about to change who is this guy i don't know can we find out keep a lid on it jack is dead my friend you can call me joker
3: and as you can see
1: dangerous as the Joker.
2: Can somebody tell me what kind of world we live in where a man dressed up as a bat gets all of my press? You're not exactly normal, are you?
1: It's not exactly a normal world, is it? He's out there
0: right now.
3: everybody, to Heroes Asylum Movies. I'm Kane. It's Batman month. I'm Kane. That's Mike. I'm Kane. That's Mike. That's Mike. That's Kane. And... Come on. You know you want to say it. Batman? Yeah! It's Batman month, guys. And we're doing Batman 89. There were discussions of what film to be, what to, do, what to do, what to do, what to do, what not to do. But I think that, Mike, we're pretty much on a an accord on the first Batman film we had to do for a watch along was this one. Actually, we've been talking about this film for probably, well, there's many films we've talked about for the last few years, but this one in particular, because we did Superman this year. And I think this is almost like a fitting kind of like a little sequel to fit in. There is doing the first Batman 89. It's not the first Batman film. That was the 1966 one, which came out on TV. If you want to be technically, you can be technical about it, but it's the first motion picture batman film that we have from one Brothers. that's mike mike good evening good evening, sir. good evening so sorry i didn't mean to jump all the gun but i'm that's just okay yeah. you're you're honest, you're, 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 excited, all, you're all stoked it's okay stoked that you know and when you told me that you hadn't seen this movie in a while it makes me even more stoked because i usually i watch this film at least once a year it's a religion it's a holiday it's bad day and we're here thoughts where were you when 89 uh, batman came up did you watch them in the theater did you see that yeah no, this the- one no this
2: one definitely a theater um this is one of those ones again i, I know you're always you always remember where you were when you watch the movie this is one of those ones definitely i can say i know exactly where i was when i first saw it it was a summer i was down staying with my dad my dad uh, lived in down in hollywood florida mm. um <clears throat> i was a latchkey kid just like anybody in our age group so uh when he had to go to work i just stayed around and he, he would collect quarters all year long and leave me a bucket of quarters now back in the day a pocket full of quarters could get you a movie some popcorn soda mm-hmm. and then a second movie and popcorn soda so i would spend my afternoons a lot and that's where i might love of movies came from is i would li- we literally lived three blocks away from a, a movie complex so i'd spend my summers watching movies uh and i remember going to this um I remember the hype. I mean, if being alive when this movie came out, the hype was everywhere from the, the bat dance from Prince to uh, I think there was a controversial Burger King like campaign ad that was going on out uh, at that time. There was just so much uh, giving away the Batmobile, I think, on MTV. I mean, there was just so many things going on with this movie. So, uh, you know, I just got, you know, swooped up in it just like everybody else did. And I, yeah, I remember sitting down daytime watching this movie. And it just, it just, just floored me.
3: Same thing here. I remember going to the theaters with uh, my, my brother and my mother actually, cause my dad was always working. Love you dad. But uh, my mom took us there because she was one of those uh, persons and she got, she's a, she's a lover of film as well. And she saw it. She was like, what's all this hype about? Cause she, the, her, her thing was like me and my brother, we, we used to sit in front of the TV at four o'clock, you know, and we watched the 66 Batman. That, that was my first Batman this a TV show, the, the the boom, pow, piff and all that stuff. And then she heard about like this movie coming out, like literally I heard about this film coming out a year before it came out. Like you would hear like the casting was, like, I used to watch entertainment tonight because she did. And like the first thing that came out, was like, yeah, they have just cast Batman. It was Michael Keaton. Like there was no internet back there. So they, there was no internet as well. But the first thing I thought about was like, oh, the guy from Gung Ho, everybody's thought was like, oh, it's Mr. Mom. I thought going, oh, I thought clean and sober. I thought, uh, have you ever seen Pacific Heights with Michael Keaton? Where he's like the creepy killer guy? That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, like him? Like, he's not bad. But everybody else at that time, they're like, oh, it's Mr. Mom. That was the running joke. Mr. Mom is Batman. Mr. Mom is this. And then once they got Jack, Jack, I think Jack was the first one cast. That was the big one. And then after that, who's going to be Batman? Nobody's going to outshine Jack. We all know that. But you had to get a guy who could at least stand up to him a little bit. Keaton was, to me, the perfect complimentary guy to do that with. At the time, people didn't think that. But years later, it's funny how we come full circle on things. We're going to see Michael Keaton next year as this same Batman in the Flash movie, which is insane. Literally the same car and everything. He's just an older Bruce Wayne. But that was my first impressions. Then seeing the theater... Like the whole spectacle of the whole thing you just said about the album by Prince and the TV ads and everything—it was a bat hysteria. People were carving the bat symbol on the back of their heads. That's how big it was back then, huge. And now tonight we are going to do Batman '89. Enough of me, Gavin and
2: Mike, Gavin. We're going to do this right now. Well, Uh, quick question: Why are we doing Batman this month? By the way, it is Batman month. Why? Because we've never done it. There's a reason we chose this month. This is a Batman's anniversary month as well. Yes. So yes. yeah. So make sure. Yeah, I just want to make sure that so folks all understand right, yeah. that why we're going through that. He's. I'm. I'm, try- I'm trying to get Kane to pump the brakes a little bit. So I'm trying, to, right. get, trying to get trying to get a little yeah. buffer because we've got a while to go here. All right. Don't don't burn yourself out too quick. All right. <laughs> Especially what you said before. We hadn't seen in a while. It makes me more giddy because they get to
3: point out some stuff in this film that's just oh just joy well, I have so seen I, it
2: before I just haven't seen it in a I while know, and the shit you're going to point out to me I've already seen myself so it's just been it. a while since I've seen it I'll so.
3: point out stuff and you'll be like whatever I've seen it but it's just yeah. like it's, it's just a. I, that's why I'm
2: just trying to get you to pump your brakes just <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Just, just do, do a little namaste for a moment and so we can ease into it because we got a long time going here alright a, a lot of information going to come at us so make sure you guys have your popcorn ready your sodas ready I actually was almost about ready to go to the store, and, like, I was trying to remember. This is how far – this is how much I wanted to get into this tonight. I was like, what did I have at the theater that time? You know, I'm sure it was a soda, you know, Coke or Pepsi, but I was like, what What did I have? Did I have popcorn? Did I have – and I was like, I, I wanted to try to recapture that moment, but I couldn't remember because, well, I'm old. I know
3: and... we um, – <laughs> old, sir. Um, I had popcorn and nachos, and I shared a big soda with my brother. That's what we got. It's Coke. Coke is it, man. And I think Coke
2: is one of the sponsors of Batman as well. Most likely. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started. You you fired up? I am fired up. I'm at one second because I like to be
3: different. So, guys, I'm going to do a little countdown, hit play, and watch along with us. And, yeah, that's it. And get ready for Tim Burton's 1989 Batman. Three, two, one, play. one of the first things that sucks you in is that score by Danny Elfman. It's a slow burn beginning. You see the, um, the contestants or the actors in this film. Because, you know, let's be honest, this is a Batman that on film, we had on film or any kind of media as far as like the live action we had never seen. We're used to the Adam West Batman by this point. You know, flash forward like thirty years later, we're getting this one.
2: Well, we're getting a real adaptation of it. You know, we we've gotten the cartoon versions, we've gotten, like you said, Batman, you know, Adam West version. So yeah, there was never a real real true take, you know, in representation of Batman, and this is like our first well, what we feel is gonna be our first one. Yeah. There, there so auto there, auto? there are there are some out there. They're like, I don't know, if this is quite it, but this is the best we got at that time. Because again, yep. you're dealing with the big studios. This is still kind of in that the, the 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 dying down of them.
3: This film was in development for a long time. I know that. Danny Elfman. Yes, if you guys are Ongo Boingo fans,
2: that is the same
3: Danny Elfman.
2: Oh, I love her. If you're a Tim Burton fan, you you know who Danny Elfman is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they work together, and and, or for for the most part, yeah, pretty much. Actually, they, I think they still do, right? No, there was a little falling out. I think not too oh, long ago. Oh, that a One of the movies we've already done. There was that was like one of the last ones they did. I remember bringing that up. Sleepy Hollow, right? I can't remember if it was Sleepy Hollow or or one of the other ones. We've done quite a few, actually, uh, Tim Burton movies.
0: Oddly enough.
3: Yeah, we have. Isn't that crazy? I think we've done a ton of Burton movies. I did like this. The beginning scroll is you're going through the Bat symbol, which is what the shirt I'm wearing tonight. If you got a shirt, the OG Batman shirt.
2: And yes, this is before – if you notice, anybody noticed at the beginning, this was before um, the uh, Finger, Bill Finger got credit
0: because
2: mm-hmm. uh, he, st- he still hadn't gotten credit for his work on Batman even up to this uh, point. He didn't get
3: credit for Batman as far as like film goes until BBS. That was the first time. Again, you don't know what year this is, what era, but, you know, guys are wearing fedoras, trench coats, very timeless era. This is the Anton first. Well, it's
2: not so much timeless era, it's timeless co- you know, outfits, because if you, yeah. if you think, I mean, still in the 80s, fedoras, trench coats were kind of a thing. But if you look like some of the girls of the night, the women of the night, you know, they're yeah, they're a little bit. Yeah, they're wearing leather, leather, skirts and all that. Yes, they're not. Well, oh, shout out to the Monarch
3: Theater again, which we'll see over and over again.
2: Actually, I remember picking up the uh, the book, the ad, the adaptation first Saturday before night. watching this. Now, that I'm thinking back to it. What happened to this
3: guy? It's an opium? Look at his face.
0: <laughs> hmm.
2: Now, Batman just let that crime happen. You could have stopped it. Just saying. Yeah, but you can't can't punish the innocent. You got to wait till they're guilty. Then yeah. it's time. Okay. He he, fa- he falls under the the judge dread, you know, rule there.
3: I like that. Hey, get your own. He's wearing the George Michael earrings, circa nineteen eighty five. There, you see that?
2: He's got he's got a little faith. <laughs>
3: Now, I wanna know what happened to Johnny Gobbs. You know who Johnny Gobbs is, right? He's a um Oh my god. I know he's a... he's like a oh, fuck. He's a DC uh he's a d I know he's a DC minor DC character.
2: No, oh, he Might he, he was he was one of he was one of Bruce's aliases other than Max's oh, other than Maxis oh, Malone, Johnny god, Gobbs. Yeah.
3: Oh my god, that's right.
2: In fact, yeah, when we when we, did, when we did uh when we did gas uh Gotham by the gaslight, they mentioned Johnny Gobbs. The two, the three Robins mentioned Johnny oh, Gobbs.
0: Hey, fuck.
2: Sorry guy.
3: <laughs> see, that's cool. It's first live action appearance you see of this Batman right now. Shoot him. he gets right back up. Ooh. Batarang I'm giddy at the theater at this time like, He's got a Batarang And he works Keaton looks so cool the cow You know for the longest time His Batman voice and it wasn't like, you know, we were so used to Bale's voice. You know, Keaton, Al had the voice modulator, but Keaton just kind of like just kind of whispered a little bit. Just kind of talk like this. But he wasn't like, you know, Bale, but he was like, just like, you know. Hey. Did he give the bag back to that couple? You know, they need oh, that money. We, we never see him do that. Okay.
2: Oh, what could have been? Have you bought the uh, the comic? Yes, I was just going to say that what yeah. actually is already they uh, they have uh, on the comic book uh, the second issue. Is it good mm-hmm. so far? Okay. Yeah, I told you about the first one. I know, I know. I'm just I'm just wondering. Like I, I have not I haven't been knacking in a couple of weeks. I've been slacking. But yeah, no. This yeah, the second one came out to where Dent turns and yeah, it's it's perfect. Yeah, they they basically take this cast and do what we wanted. according to Burton if he got to do that third film
3: that was what was going to happen they were going to have Two-Face
2: well technically that's what we got yeah. just mm-hmm. not yeah, got- just not the one we were wanting ah! <laughs> he was Two-Face for like literally
3: maybe two minutes Uh, A couple connections to Star Wars in this film, too, which we'll see. Well, you got one in Billy D, and you'll see one in a – coming up.
2: Of course, we get to see uh, Jerry Hall. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, urban Cowboy is probably one of the, probably one of her better ones, and then of course she, I think at the time was uh, engaged or with Mick Jagger.
3: Yeah, because uh, Mick stole her away from
2: Brian Ferry. She was engaged to Brian Ferry, and then Mick stole her away. Actually, she's currently married to wow Rupert Murdoch. Wow, Jesus, well, who helps? <laughs> Rupert, you better not divorce her. <laughs>
3: It'll cost you. I'm sure you print prenup. Have you read up on the deal that uh, Nicholson made when he made this film, as far as the um, the Jack Napier character? No. So, like, you know, the next movie he's not even in it, but he still makes money off it. But the deal that he made with Warner Brothers was any likeness or mention of the character Jack Napier is associated with the Joker, he would make money off it. So the animated series version of Jack Napier where he's called the Joker, Jack
2: Nicholson received royalty checks for that. But did they refer to him as Jack Napier in the animated? Yes, they did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, There's one particular scene, I think it's um, Bruce is talking to, I think it's one of a dream sequence or something. He's talking to a shrink, and it's kind of like otherworldly thing. I'm I'm not sure if it's the Mad Hatter episode or not, but basically he says, like, you know, the Joker's out there, you know, the catwoman's out there, and the psychiatrist goes up to Bruce, he's like, What do you mean, Selena Kyle, Jack Napier? They're like final studying citizens of Gotham. So they do mention Jack Napier. Okay. <clears throat> and there's that other Star Wars reference I was talking about. There he is. Porkins.
2: And you, you missed the other one. What was the other one? Yeah, The very first scene. The husband. The dad that got beat up. That's Biggs. No! That, that's yes, not big. that was Biggs. And also, since you didn't do the shot, I'm going to take a drink because he was also a rebel leader, Kai, in the Doctor Who serial, The Mutants. Wow. All right. I did, I did Kane, Kane's failing tonight, folks. Yes, he is he is cast as tourist dad. But yeah, that was that was big. <laughs> Bigs.
1: I didn't I didn't know until shit. Good on you.
3: You know, Jack began something as far as like comic book villains in this film that unfortunately kind of like carried through the next couple Batman films. I mean look. When you play the Joker, you can play the Joker wild and crazy because that's, you know, you can agree, Mike, that in essence, that's who the Joker is. He's anarchy, he's chaos. But I think these other actors in other Batman films like Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and then in Batman and Robin, they started playing it big. And some of those villains don't need to play it big. Penguin, you don't need to play it big. Two-Face, you don't need to play it big. Riddler, you don't need to play it big. You know, there's some characters that you that they're these characters are the different psychosis of Batman. They're like, there's other, like, you know, the riddler represents narcissism, you know, the penguin represents his wealth, um, Two Face his duality. I forgot what Mr. Freeze um represented, but there are different sides of you know, Batman's personalities or Bruce Wayne's. And I think they saw Jack playing it big and they were like, oh, we can play it big, and that's. I think that was one of the faux pas going forward spring Batman Villains Go
2: that they picked it up for all Jack can do it, we can do it. And you know, even Poison Ivy too, she played it big. So I I don't see that, <laughs> I, I don't see that at all. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I yeah, I don't – because I don't see him playing this big. He's playing the character of Joker. He's the Joker, yes. But I'm saying you you're like, literally can... you look at the original Joker, look you know, back in the sixties. He played it bigger than uh than Jack does. You know, that's yeah. I, I don't really see a see that as a, as I'm playing the characters big. Um, I mean, the, the casting definitely it, it did that. I mean, you, you, you when you cast Jim Carrey in something, you automatically play. You know, you're gonna play it big. Yeah, I know. Did you I notice know, the like- uh, signature on the uh, on that yeah. Batman drawing? Yeah, Bob Kane.
3: I think that is that Bob Kane. No, that's not Bob Kane. There.
2: No, I don't think. Yeah, this is pre uh, pre cameos.
3: Kim Basinger, what is she? Com- is she coming off of uh, Nine and a Half Weeks? Mm, we I think see. she
2: is. Is a Dark Knight Returns reference? corto Mortise, and also Actually, what else? Did we just recently heard it?
3: Oh shit! Um, uh, did, did they mention in Titan? No, they wow. mentioned Titan.
2: Or was a Suicide Squad? What island oh, did they go to?
3: Corpse Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: I need to, I need to get my wine going, guys. Yeah, come on, man. Sluggish right, tonight. Yeah.
0: Sluggish. Um,
2: out. she was actually. I think it was just off of Nadine. Nine and a half weeks had been in 1986. Nadine, I think, was uh, just before this. And the last Shot, movies man. we've seen her in, the last ones we saw her in, and I didn't see her, but uh the last one she was in was uh the Fifty Shades series. Uh I never saw it. Yeah. Um but yeah, she's yeah, 2018 was the last movie she was in. That was Fifty Shades of Freedom or Free of oh, Fifty Shades of Freed, sorry. You know what? I know a couple of chicks and I don't even know any of them who've watched the Fifty Shades trilogy. I not the movie, the book series. I know a lot Books, of female yes. yeah, a lot of women I know like that, but just like anybody that's I mean you you you're a book person, you're a comic book person. I'm a big I love, you know, I've gotten back into reading novels and everything. Yeah, they don't translate well from from the book, from the page to the screen And that really happened for that book because that book was all about fantasy mm-hmm. and women and the readers, not just women, but the readers had this fantasy in their head. And it just doesn't translate well up to the big screen because that's not what they had in their head. Same story I was telling you about all the Star Wars guys. They want you know the 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 the, uh, the you know the the hatred man menace, the the fandom menace folks, uh, where they had this story in their head for the last two decades, and when it finally came to the sequels, that's not what they were thinking about, and they got angry about it. And that's kind of what happened to those movies. Because I don't know if they finished the. Uh, I don't know if they finished the uh, the series. I don't know how many books there are, but. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, no, I mean, never, I'm not, a, I'm,
3: not a, I'm not a fan of the last Star Wars movie. You know that. I mean, that's the one that I clearly refused to do a watch along with. I mean, it's it's still on the agenda. We've done every single Star Wars movie except that one that I refuse to do. But you're trying. Well, oh, you're trying so hard.
2: Maybe one day we'll do it, but. No, I'm not. Not really. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> When's the last time you heard me bring it up? The only time you, any time it's brought up, is when you bring it up. <laughs> you brought it up a couple times. Not really.
3: Uh, I don't think Carl Grissom is a character in DC. I think he was just strictly created for the film. No, no, no. Wait, I think he is. <laughs> I think he's mentioned in the anime. I could be wrong. I think.
2: Well, if you're looking, you. I know you like to. You. you a lot of your experiences in animated i I understand it that because that's what you grew up on um a lot of that is feeding from this movie because it is essentially a sequel in spirit to the yeah, to the it's, movies
3: it's, yeah, it's a sequel, yeah so
2: yeah they're going to make a lot of references so that might have been just like they did with Jack Napier because really Jack Napier we don't hear much about Jack Napier I think um I think he was the first time hit his he was mentioned. Was in this because I don't think I've ever heard of Jack Napier before this. No, no, you, you know this is the first. And time. then, like you said, uh, the, yeah, it's uh, the secret, uh, the strange secret of Bruce Wayne is the, is the episode you're talking about.
3: I think that's the Mad Hatter one where the Mad Hatter drugged him, and Bruce was living out his life, and he wasn't Batman. He was he was engaged to Selena Kyle, and then one day he sees Batman action in the streets, and he's like, "What the hell, dude?" And he starts figuring out and. It's a really good episode. I mean, they have so many good episodes, but that one sticks in my head a lot.
2: Yeah, but they never mention straight up that in that universe that Jack Napier is the Joker. It's either he is or it's an alias that the Joker uses, but it's.
3: Well, that episode they they mentioned, okay, they're not saying that he is, but that the psychiatrist does say, hey, because Bruce rattles off the names, like I said, and the psychiatrist reads them back to him as their aliases. Like Selena Kyle, Jack Napier, and all that, et cetera. And look, just watch the episode, guys. If you've never seen it, it's a really actually watch the animated series.
2: Binge watch it. And it's also uh, he's Jack Napier is also referenced in one other show? Oh, uh, uh Batwoman. Mm-mm. Something we have. Well, actually, I think it, maybe it was on Batwoman. Yeah. That was a bad one because they um, mentioned But yeah, okay. it was yeah, it was during the crisis on Infinite Earth.
3: I keep hate watching that show, man. I'm sorry. I just I have to hate watch it. Even though I think if this girl, um what's her name? Uh Ruby 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 Wallace or Miles, I forgot her name. But she was an, she was the actress, she was an actress in Krypton and they brought her over to be um Kate Kane to finish out Kate's story. And I really hope one day they do bring her back. Because I did like her in in the mirror episodes as Kate. Is that Mayor Koch? There's Ava
2: going in the back. No, this is uh, Mayor Borg. Mayor Borg. Played by Lee Wallace. Eckhart before there was a, uh, before there was a Harvey Bullock. Or Flask, right? No. Oh. I,
3: see, because I'm thinking is that based
2: on is Lieutenant Flask after or during this time? That I don't know. I know I know Bullock was based off of Eckhart just because okay. just the look. I mean, if, when you look at him, yeah, he's like big alley, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, what the heck.
3: One light pops fell down <laughs> the one thing I do like about this scene right here is you get to see and it's only in a slight mention because you want to figure out okay how did Batman get trained to fight and all that but any mentions well I bought all this this particular one in Japan that's the mere mention like maybe he's been around the world training It's not until you get to Batman Begins that 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 whole thing is kind of flushed out.
2: Well, because I don't think really it was too flushed out in the Batman mythos at this point. You know, if if you go back in the comic book world, I don't think there was too much. There
3: wasn't. It it was like little spot mentions here and there.
2: And and I think a lot of that was really generated from... From, uh, from the animated series, because if we do have a few episodes where we, you know, see him go back, you know, you, there's one episode where you see him go to Japan and he's trained along, right along with Lady Shiva, you know, you see those moments and things like that. I think there's an episode, too, that he trains with some magicians i'm not sure if it's zatanna but like he trained her, her yeah it's, 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 yeah. Uh, with her with her dad i don't, don't yeah it's not her dad it's not zatanna and her dad it's a, it's another person it's another magician
3: yeah. yeah but he's he's like training like the
2: skill like like yeah. you now, see
3: I, like little mentions throughout the series of like his training like in flashbacks That's yeah
2: I mean. I mean i think there was just mention in the in the batman comic books that he had training through multiple things but i don't think they ever went in depth you know that no, far in depth no. because no. I don't, think the, I don't no, think the interest was there from the comic book fans at that time.
0: No,
3: because he, Batman was just always there and then it wasn't until Nolan came along that he took those stories and gathered them up and actually made an origin story for Batman. No, no, it's, oh.
2: it started on the animated series, pre, way pre-Nolan. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Way pre-Nolan. But
3: you, yeah. but you never had an episode or like the beginning, even the Batman that came afterwards, you never had like a couple episodes, hey, this is how he became, he trained and all that. But you had those flashbacks. You You, you are right about that. The animated series did have it first. I think in Mask of the Phantasm as well, they had some more of those beginnings of him. I always thought this was so cool. What? The, he's a voyeur. No, no, no. This is like the first time you get to see the Batcave. I know it's kind of dated, but still looks kind of cool.
2: Not really. I mean, it's not much different than some of the stuff we've seen on Batman lately. (laughs) It's still just a bunch of screens up there and. A chair. Yeah, i so say it's really not that dated. It's, I mean, other than it not being a flat screen. Have you Ooh.
3: seen the um the demo video game of this
2: that I they posted it on the on our page? Yes, I think so. Yeah, if you posted it on our page, I did see it.
3: Yeah, it was on the page, and it was like literally like a 20 minute intro of a game that never happened. It was called like Batman. It was it was a basically a video game on the Arkham style based on this movie, and literally the game would start out. In that, but like whoever did it, did it really good. You get to drive to the Monarch Theater, see the Joker. It, it was not a full out game. I guess he's on Kickstarter trying to get it going again. But I, I send him ten bucks, my dude, to help he gets to make it. And <laughs> where are they going? Ace
1: Chemicals.
2: Yeah, definitely. Here now, now here's where the gangsters is when you see that kind of that that hazy moment yep. of what when are they? You know, you, mm-hmm. you got you saw the guy with the with the uh, the pins, you know, the pinstripe soup. It's mm-hmm. going up and down, and it's thick pins. And yeah, this this these are the moments. And then the guns that the cops are using and how they're dressed.
3: You know, I was going to say Peaky Blinders, but the cops and Peaky Blinders don't dress like that. They don't have leather jackets. They have like the long overcoats like, um, like Commissioner Gordon's going to have right here. Pork ends. Dude, if you know he's a corrupt.
2: <sighs> so, you know who they originally tried to get for uh, the Joker, right? Was it Defoe? No, no, Oh, Robin Williams. He was he was uh, he was offered the role after Jack Nicholson hesitated, um, and then uh, later uh, the producers tried to approach Nicholson again and say, "Hey, you know, Williams is going to take the part if he since he didn't." And that's when he jumped on the role, and uh, Williams was released, and that is the reason why we ended up with. Jim Carrey as the Joker or as the Riddler, because they tried to offer Robin Williams a role again for the Riddler. He said no. And he said no because he felt like he got he got yanked around.
1: Oh, so old. fucking twelve years old again. Oh my god. What else he doing?
3: Now what
2: is, dude, run away? Well, you yeah, make be... sure they don't chase him, though. Uh, he can still... run up the stairs. They're just gonna follow him. I think, man. Think. You could have got. No away. wonder you got caught. Damn it! Wow! 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 I'm a fire tonight. Take it man. <laughs> Love that. Punch a guy in the face. So Nicholson also received a percentage of the gross of the film. So, of course, due to the massive box office it was. He took home around $60 million. Yep. And as of 2003, when this was last updated, it was still the single highest record for an actor's salary for a movie. That he, like, because of what he actually ended up taking home, not what he made, you know, what he was, you know, signed the contract for, but what he ended up taking home.
3: For the longest time, this was the quintessential Joker. Like, literally, that. like, if you look at this, the animated series. Well, then again, Mark Hamill made the Joker his, so. I can't say that Hamill bit off Jack. I think Hamill just took what Jack started and just like kind of like trumped it like just like he upgraded it
2: who mark mark hamill oh hamill okay sorry That's good it's like hamill who the fuck you talking about i didn't realize you were talking about animated
1: yeah he's gone
3: What the hell is that car doing there? He just left. Got greedy.
2: Damn. So you're talking about the voice? How how, uh, how Keaton's just like lowered his voice a little bit. Mm. It's mostly because Keaton considers himself like this logic freak. And he was concerned that Batman's secret identity would, in reality, be fairly easy to uncover. And he discussed this idea with Tim Burton over and over about how it's just just doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, he even started, out, you know, making you know disguising the character, including contact lenses, something like that. And finally, he decided just to do the voice in the lower register, and hence that's where that habit came from, and that and that character description came from was because of that moment because. Keen just like people could figure out who he is that's stupid
3: now why do you think at this time and they had the ability to do it but why not the white eye contacts like just the white eyes that's what Batman is, no- is noticeable for in the comics is the white eyes
2: why not some white contacts knowing um, knowing Burton he, he that's too too comic book accurate he probably wanted it more gritty more realistic okay. Okay. Honestly, because again, they've never done it. Well, they they've done it. Reese, well, no, not really. They've done it as a like a, a shield going over his eyes or something like that, but not like actually the white eyes. Epic scene right there. That's that moment. The hand coming. Yeah.
3: out. Oh, so good. The Joker cards plan, Or just floating in that river, or batch of chemicals.
2: That's the one thing. I wish they had would have had more – like continued that character into the animated series. I think he would have been – who Robert Wall? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could have flushed him out more. I just think his character being in there, being a thorn in the side of Batman and then maybe eventually becoming an ally, not knowing who he is, but – being there and kind of like, you know, helping him out, you know, I mean, just distracting certain things.
3: I know they did it later on when you get to see the Batman, not the not the animated series, but the Batman afterwards where they had um, like one of Bruce's buddies. He was a cop, close friend, and I think he eventually became Clayface. It wasn't yeah. the actor version, it was the other version. And if you wanted to go that route, maybe Robert Wool could have been that. I mean, I'm just spitballing here. It could have been another idea.
1: don't get too many guests huh Bruce
3: that's one of my most anticipated movies of next year I want to see Keaton coming back as Batman because you know there's going to be a scene where him and Affleck are going to meet mark it down it's going to happen
2: you think Affleck will be back for that?
3: He is. He's in it. I mean, I saw some set photos, and I know it's something you don't like to look at, but I, the Affleck Batman, is in the Flash movie,
1: and Michael Goh.
3: I think she says in passing that's his grandfather, but we know it's not,
2: and his room is in, is by the kitchen shit, yeah, most butlers were okay. right off right off the kitchen live in butlers. No, that's where she. It's not that he, that it's that's his grandfather. It reminds her of his grand of her grandfather. what the mm. line is.
3: I do like that. When she asked him about his family I'm like yeah that's he is my family.
2: It's kind of a strange question to ask for a reporter who doesn't know yeah. who a billionaire is you know what happened to of you I mean the the news is out there you gotta yeah. know
3: <laughs> which brings me back to the um the 66 series do they ever mention? Because I know they had on Harriet. Come on now, on Harriet they had Alfred, but I don't think they ever mentioned Bruce's parents at all. No, I don't believe so. I mean, again, I I I don't think there was every episode. episode. Yeah, I don't even think there was that. The you know the iconic portrait, the family portrait of like you know him, his mom and dad, and himself as a kid.
2: No, i think that was brought later on into the into the eighties. It's funny because if you look at every
3: iteration that's involving Batman nowadays, that portrait is literally everywhere. Even yeah. in Titans, it's there.
2: Yeah, and we and we joke about it. You know, the pearls. You know, the, 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 we, yeah. we the, the, there was a time that, that that didn't happen in Batman. No, no, it didn't. That's one of those origin stories, kind of like Spider Man. I don't need to see
3: anymore. I'm done with it. And I'm worried when I see this, the Batman next year, I hope, th- you know, I hope they don't do it. I hope they don't show
2: that. I'm going to see a scene. Yeah. Sorry. Just get with, get over it. I'm going to, I hope not. I'm just... I mean, you can get away with it. I mean, we've seen that you can get away with not having that kind of iconic moment, because if you look at Spider-Man, we haven't gotten that iconic moment.
3: Mm-hmm. We mm. just
2: know uncle Ben died.
3: That's what I'm talking about. I don't want to see it. Like they, they say it. Yeah. Like you
2: know, I think it was mentioned the uh,
3: Civil War. I was like, you know, what happened? Like you know, bad things happen.
2: Yeah, that's that's one of those movies that I you. you I'm surprised, you know, there was there has never been an origin story to that Spider-Man Never, Never. You
3: know? that, that's insane to me. I mean, I'm glad he's just he's just
2: there, which I think is yeah. great. And then you kind of get that here, you know, they Batman's just there.
1: Played.
3: Yeah. I always remember um, what's the name of this actor? Shit. Um. uh gosh, it was in City. It, it, him. You're talking Jack uh, Palance. Jack Palance. Thank you, Jack Palance. I remember him from um, not only City Slickers, but uh, do you remember Ripley's Believe It or Not? That TV show he was on. Yeah. Be- or not. Always
1: liked that,
0: Joe.
3: The Joker you see in the animated series is based off this one too. You know, wearing the uh, the fedora hat with the coat. Just shoot him. Jack no longer with us, unfortunately. I think he passed away early 2000s. I'm just spitballing. Yeah, 2006. And Jack is still with us, but uh, retired, I believe.
2: And you guys are probably recognize Jack Palance also from uh, Young Guns. And uh, Tango and Cash, by the way, if you guys are... That's right. The be-
3: I, uh, You know, Jack's facial expressions could sell him as a joker a little. I don't, I don't know the whole prosthetic smile, but hey. Again, it's a little nitpick.
2: Well, there was a prequel to this movie a long, a long, long time ago. Uh, where it had him in a uh, had him in a, a an insane asylum? Is it a comic or just a... with, with, with the uh, with the penguin as well? Yeah, really? Yeah, you ever see one flies over the or one flew over the cuckoo's nest? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! Somebody's on fire tonight. night. Oh yeah, Danny DeVito in there too. Mm hmm.
3: Come on, Nurse Ratchet. That's and why. May, Jack- maybe
2: Nurse Ratchet is really Harley Quinn. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So Nurse Ratchet drove
3: Jack crazy. He became the Joker. Yep. Combining worlds,
2: man. <laughs> I guess. Got- yeah, this scene. I was like, really. Ah, come on. Uh, that, I think that scene took it a little too far. That,
3: yeah, that's where we could be like, you know, yeah.
2: So you were talking about how, like, like we as fans were all like, "Who? What the hell?" Michael Keaton as a mm. uh, as Batman. He yeah. actually caused. 50,000 50, protest letters were sent to Warner Brothers. And again, this is pre-internet, pre-email. This is people taking a letter, writing it out, putting a fucking stamp on it, and walking to the mailbox. All right? Um, yeah, it, to the point that Bob Kane, uh, Sam Ham, and uh, Michael uh, Olson were heavily questioned for the casting. Like, it was, like, big time.
3: Did Tim have a lot to do with uh, Michael being aboard as well?
2: He was. He was the first. He was one of the first choices. Yeah. I mean, once you're a director, yeah, you have a say, obviously, in, your, in who you're going to cast. So, yeah.
3: I mean, he's not the comic accurate Bruce Wayne, but he's he's good. You know, he's the OG. Nobody's going to be him. the comic
2: accurate Bruce. No, Bruce nobody. Wayne. I just...
3: mean, Ben Affleck is the closest one that we've had to me. I mean, I'm not sure what your opinion is, but to me that's the closest Bruce Wayne Batman comic book accurate version that we have. That's
2: had. the closest to that age group of that Batman at that moment. Yeah, I would definitely go that route. And he was also the closest, I think, you know, Bruce as well as Batman. I yeah, think he's yeah. the closest we've gotten to combat, but nothing perfect. No. Uh, I mean, you and I have been talking on here asylum about it, you know, that you know when, when we look at, you know, the best Superman right now is Tyler Holkin. He does them both. We haven't been able to find that perfect that perfect Batman actor yet.
3: No, yeah, because like like well, Tyler's had like what 15, 20 episodes to be this Clark Superman character, and he's developed it. And you know, it's funny you say that because when the series ended, like the first season of Lois and Superman ended, I was like, you know what? I like Henry Cavill, And then you kind of stole my thunder, you're like I like Tyler Hoechlin as Superman because he's the Superman that I when I when I read the comics I envision this Clark I envision this Superman I envision this Lois and I'm like you're right it is because again he's had that time to play it out like Henry Cavill had what four films maybe Tyler's had like 20 episodes so he got time to like to build that character up And and you're right we have not had that Batman Bruce Wayne to build up over 20 episodes and I'll, I and honestly I don't think we will. I don't we're think just, I don't
2: honestly don't think Bruce Wayne or Batman will ever go back to TV. No, he won't. Never.
3: Because he's, he's he's like you said he's one of those IPs that makes money. But then again, we're in a new era, this whole like the the thing that should not be named, so I do like this.
2: So there was somebody else uh, auditioned for um for Vicky Vale. Did not get the role, but Ooh. later on got another role in the Batman universe. In the films? Yeah. And who was dating Michael Keaton at the time? Oh, shoot, uh, uh, uh Courtney Cox. No. Michelle Pfeiffer was dating Michael Keaton at the time when she auditioned for Vicky Vale, but really? Keaton was against it, saying it would be awkward.
3: Damn, Keaton! They, they, Michelle, what a stud!
2: He so, dated Corey Cox yeah. and freaking Michelle. What a dude! So what he did, is, so so Pfeiffer would later obviously become Selena Kyle and Catwoman in Batman Returns, along with Keaton. Now I don't know if they were still together at that time. I'd, I'd have to like do some digging on that one, but yeah, that would be funny if you have to.
3: Can you imagine? Hey, that? hey, I
2: don't want you to try out for this role because it'd be weird that we're, you know, that, that we're, uh, you know, dating and we're doing this movie together, and then we break hey, up, I, and then we have to work together as lovers. <laughs> that'd be awkward. See, I didn't even know that. Well, what when you look it? at like uh, *Big Bang Theory*, uh, jo- Johnny, uh, Johnny and uh, Kaylee Coco were they were, dating for, they were dating for no, not that long at all, a couple of seasons, but then after they broke up, and they had another like six seasons to go that they. I think I think in the show they were broken up when they were dating, and when they broke up, they, the show got them together again.
3: Jared Galicki. I remember him from Roseanne, and then he blew up in Big Bang Theory. You know, it's funny that I haven't even watched. I've watched a couple episodes of Big Bang Theory, but I've never gotten all the way through like you and I
2: think Sydney have. I don't know. She's—I don't know if she's watched that many of them because I make some references. And you
3: know what it she, is, man? I'm, I'm gonna be like one of those guys. Like it's just a Sheldon character. Five, five years. Yeah.
2: Just, yeah, I'll tell you, in five years. You can watch in five years. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, so,
3: no. Well, am, am i gonna make a podcast too
2: yeah, about yeah. like Big Bang Theory yeah, as well, yeah. like Big Bang first. Trust me, dude. You're, you, I don't. The thing is, is you would watch it and you'd be like, "Holy crap! It, you know, this show was so ahead of its time because it was doing what is really popular right now." As a sitcom, it, it it knew what was coming. These guys knew what was coming. Do uh, I know what the writers? They they mentioned that they weren't going to do about a bunch of scientists that were comic book fans. They were they were um they were working with um computer programmers. But that but the whole geek community is all around it. I mean, it takes some some of it takes place in the comic book store. Their their bedrooms and their room and their houses look like our bedrooms. You know, they've got figures in in the corner you know they make jokes about hey if you need any money there's a there's there's a there's a hundred you know in in green lantern's ass because it's a statue that you can pull you know that's that's funny so i said once you actually watch it sit down like enjoy, it just you know just 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 lose the uh the other uh, <sighs> picking on they're making fun of comic book fans no these are comic book fans making fun of themselves well,
3: i hate the fact that the mic always spins in a different way
2: it was funny. I, I never watched it when it first came out, but what my a girl I was dating at the time, she made a comment. She's like – she made a comment that she's watching this Big Bang Theory. I'm like, oh, OK. She's like, I watch this, and I think that's what you and your friends are off doing. I was like, what? What the hell are you watching? Um, and then now that I watched it, I, I messaged her. I was like, yeah, you, you were right. Yeah, that, that yeah, of some it, of the it, shit we were it, actually I, going off doing. Actually, that is true.
3: <laughs> now that I think about it. Should we do the same thing now, just doing it virtually? The one thing, and again, I'm going to harken back to the animated series because, again, there is a, what I like about the animated series is, like, there's there's an episode, and I think you could recall as well, that Bruce goes in to talk to Leslie Tompkins, who's much older at this time, and Leslie actually walks with Batman to put the roses on, you know, the, uh, the Monarch Theater, like, sidewalk where his parents were murdered, and basically Leslie's there, like, look, it wasn't your fault, but, you know, I'm here to help you. And he just looks back at her and is like, I know. It's like I can I, I'm just pipe, I'm pumping up the animated series and I'm watching this. Actually, maybe one of these days we'll do a, a watch on a couple episodes. You know, it's funny that we're watching this now, the '89 Burton Batman, and then next year, you and I will be in the theaters to watch the Batman. And I think recently you posted something on the page, and I read it. and I'm like, No, I don't want. I I, I don't want to like it.
2: That's I why I posted sh- it. When I saw that, I was like, I know, I know. That's, I know gonna that's hurt. why you posted. It. I that's going like- to burn somebody. Like, um, and it wasn't just at you. It was a few other folks I know that are on the kind of the I, same I basically,
3: way. If you notice what I did, I put like the emoji, the thinking emoji. And like, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, man. They would make a movie that's going to be
2: good, wouldn't they? And it's funny. I was re-watching um, Return? No. The second Nolan one. The Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight. I was rewatching that a couple of weeks ago, and one of the things that we bitched about about the Batman was him walking around with all the cops. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where he does that in that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a second. I, I not funny not... that we we both bitched about that. was like,
3: why is he walking around with fucking? Dogs? Yeah, and
2: then when I saw it, I was like, ah, crap. Okay. we yeah. got <laughs> And
3: then I, after everything I read, I'm like because you know you don't know until you see it but if what I read of that movie comes into fruition yes I'll be excited
1: duck down Bruce what are you doing bro
3: Now wasn't there talks like after this no, no, I think it was after Batman returns they wanted to beat Harley Quinn in one of these films?
2: No, because Harley Quinn didn't exist at this point. You gotta realize Harley Quinn didn't get a, introduced until it, until the animated series. But wasn't there talks like later on what like I think it was Batman and around...
3: oh, no no, you know what? No, you're right. It was during the animated series after Batman and Robin, if it had been made, like Batman Triumphant would have been the fifth film with the Scarecrow. That's when Harley Quinn would have been introduced. Okay, I take that back.
2: Even then, I don't even—I—I I, I question that. I don't think they would have brought her in by that point because she was still brand new. She there wasn't this fan base that she had like now. Oh my god! I mean, god, you got to realize—I mean—that she's been around twenty years. The fan base has just grown, and it started in its infancy as you know from the animated series. It's what they did in the comic books that really. You know, introducing her would, to the comic books was a if smart thing. was
3: Margot Robbie, man, I would play that character till I die. Or towards, to a certain point that you
2: can't play it anymore. There's not much more they're going to be able to do with her. I know, I know. But
3: I'm just saying if they wanted to, but.
2: So you know why uh, Michael Gow is playing Alfred? No. Uh, Tim Burton is a huge fan of his work from his horror films. And the, yeah, back in the the the, uh, the
3: Hammer films. Yeah, you know, I think he, he was in the uh, couple Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing horror movies.
2: But yeah, no, he was a he was a huge huge fan of him. There,
3: there's a Alfred action figure. Yes, of the multiverse, the six inch one that I bought it comes with three different heads. It comes with the Michael Go head. It comes with the animated series Alfred's head. And it comes from with with the 1966 Alfred the fat the fat guy. Yeah, the fat yeah, guy. I've, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. And plus, I have another Alfred figure, which is from the the Gotham team Yeah, that,
2: so. that was the one just before they got rid of him and introduced uh, uh, Aunt Aunt Harriet. Yeah. What. Well- Anne Harriet, man, like,
3: it's funny. I think that was one of those things made for the TV show because you have never seen. No, her she extra. was
2: actually made for the comic books. Yeah, because she was in the comic books because it was the uh, the book of uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name now, but he was he was anti he was anti comic books and he was talking about the homosexual tendencies of Batman and Robin and how it was literally three men living together. And the comic books introduced her to show that that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. And they had to introduce a female character, and that's again one of the reasons why they introduced Batgirl to give a, you know, give Robin a sort of like a, a female you know interest. Yeah, that was uh, that was all based off of that guy. And I wish I could remember what the his book and what, what he did, where they, he just literally was talking about how um, that's where that's where a lot of the comic books got destroyed because you know he a lot of the parents were reading his book and going, it's destroying my kid, and what? they destroyed these first and second issues of these great comic books.
3: i had a thought in my head i just forgot about it
2: is that what that look was okay yeah sorry and also an, another another uh another doctor who reference you're, you're missing it Mike. michael gal was also in doctor who for quite some time listen here buddy he played he played the toy maker
3: was, he a toy maker?
1: Yes, was it Tom Baker? Was, was it the, the, nine, new the
2: 1966 to 83
3: series? Yes. Oh, you're going back, Tom Baker, dude. Like, of course, man. man. I gotta
2: get you, can, you, can, hey, you, you. Can't you, you, you can't, can't just pick and choose?
3: Look, and I can go back and be like, you know what? And actually, the uh, when the tenth Doctor came around, which is David Tennant, Tom Ellis was a fucking extra in one of the Doctor Who episodes. So there.
2: Like, guess what? We're not watching Lucifer, so don't worry about it. Just saying.
3: Well, actually, maybe we now we can. (laughs) But good pull, sir. Have your shot. Enjoy it, and choke on it. See, I do like this man. This is Joker to me. Like at this time, if I can think of a Joker in my head when I'm reading the comics, that's the Joker. It's insanity. It's chaos. It's it's fun. It's I think like later on in the previous in the next couple films, like everybody like tried to copy Jack. That was my issue.
1: Joker trying to gas the city. I dig it.
3: It's an oversized coat. Candy Walker and a man. I think those are... Is that references or no? Candy Walker and man. They might have been Bruce Wayne's girlfriend somewhere. Maybe. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is funny. I do like this.
1: said <laughs> toxicat ha 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 gas
3: you should have seen i mean you met my mom when my mom and me were watching this film with my brother she was cursing at the screen in spanish she was like, yes, I not go like just going off. I'm like, mom, it's just a movie. Relax. He's like, I hate that clown. Like it, my, my. me and my brother looking at her like, dude, does she know that we're just watching her? dude? I don't know. <laughs> Smilex Gas. Maybe an interesting trivia question. What year did the Smilex Gas came out? Probably the same year as the Joker did maybe?
2: No, because you got to realize the Joker came out in you know, 19 – just a few. I think he came out like in the first like 20 issues of Batman. And I, yeah, I don't think that was a thing yet. I think he was just a the wacko jo- at that time. Because yeah. you got to think of when he first came in, he was literally based off of the the character from The the Man Who Laughs. That movie, you know, so he, he was just more of a a, a nutcase.
3: I asked just for a friend of mine at work. He's a, he's a buddy of mine, no more. He's a big comic neat geek like us. A random question during lunch. I'm like, let me ask you something. I'm a big Batman guy, but who's a more iconic character, Batman or the Joker? And he had to sit there for a minute and just think about it. Even now, I have to think about it. Like, I can't say, well, you know, the easy question is, you know, Batman, but if you said Joker, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't yell at you. Yeah, that one's a
2: tough one because.
3: Because in both mediums, they're pretty high up, like animated and movie-wise, like even film-wise, dough-wise. They both like, dude, the Joker film, like as much as you hate it, it made money, (laughs) which is crazy. Maybe I should put that question in in the, uh, the page. So you read the comics with Billy Diaz Two-Face. How is he so far? Like as far as just reading it?
2: It's good. Is he good? Yeah. Yeah. I mean the whole the whole comic book is, is really good. They don't quite capture the feel because I mean I remember the first comic book. They really don't quite capture it but it's close. Okay. That portrait I think uh, is of his father. No, it can't be his dad. Most likely, yeah. I mean they probably you know they probably never referenced it, but
1: Yeah.
2: So a role was offered to somebody to play Dick Grayson in this. Mm-hmm. In this movie. Not any other ones right now. We're just talking the this final, one yeah. when they the were gonna wins. Huh? No. no. Again. That that's why I said this
0: movie
2: not talking about any of the other ones one person was offered a role to play dick grayson i think it was a cameo wasn't it uh they don't say what it was because it was cut out of the script so we don't really know but it was uh but it was turned down by this person i'm kind of interested i I think it would be a horrible casting um (laughs) you piqued my interest what is it Kiefer sutherland Now you got to think he's ro- just rolling off of Lost Boys, so you got to think of that Keith mm-hmm. Yeah. No, just not no. vibing, not vibing no. with no. it. And I get you know if they wanted to do something like that where he's like he goes someplace and he's introduced to the Flying Graysons and there's Dick and how, how you doing, or But yeah, he was it was written out of the script. But yeah, who, is the, who is the other kid
3: in the Lost Boys? Not um. Was it Corey Haim? Was he, did he pass away? Is Haim or Feldman passed away? I don't remember which one did. I know one of the Corey's passed away, but I think the blonde-haired Corey... Now, him as Robin?
2: I don't think there was a blonde-haired Corey. They were both brunettes. No, he was blonde for the Lost Boys. No, he had frosting, but that was still, it was still... What a, whatever, man. Just saying. Because he's the okay. one that had... The, you're talking about the one that had a long trench coat? You know, that, that yeah. Was like, yeah the, that, that's Corey Haim, right? post-boy. Tim, yeah. Burton, Tim Burton's handwriting, by the way. Yep. Now, by the way, the, the game that I posted on our page
3: literally plays out this entire scene. I love this reaction.
2: Yeah,
3: like, dude, he the, the gas just got out. Like,
2: oh, look, gas! You, look, the the, the, cup, like the group, he, the table behind him, just instantly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like he looked at the gas and like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Lawrence. Dude, Jack had to be having so much fun doing this.
2: Actually, no, he actually, this is like, the. he said this is one of the scenes he disliked the most to do in the film. Really? Yeah, destroying the artwork. I mean, he, he understands that it was fake, but still. Yeah, he was like, he was very uncomfortable doing this scene.
3: Looks very comfy doing the scene. Well, I guess that's what you call acting. That's right. He's an actor. Actor. Now, there's a painting coming up, and if you can find out who does that painting, if it's Are you a talking real about
2: painting, the one where he stops him from cutting yeah, it up. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes. Is that a Geiger painting, or Geiger?
2: Oh, Geiger, you would definitely know Giger's Geigers.
3: By the way, if you guys get a chance, watch the biography on HR Geiger. I always called him Geiger. Wow, all of those goons are dancing.
2: <laughs> is it? Oh no, this one is a. Uh... Francis Bacon's figure with meat is what it's called yeah it's called figure figure with meat is what it's called and it's done by Francis Francis Bacon is the artist Francis, his name is Francis bacon Yep. <laughs> it's located in the Art Institute of Chicago found it I love how she's so calm. Makes she sense. just came back from Corto Martise, so I'm pretty sure she's calm. Mm.
0: Crap. Crap.
2: Crap. That's a, that's one of the things I loved about when I saw is the Suicide Squad was when they referenced that. The second I heard that I saw heard the name of the uh the island, I'm like, what? They're referencing that? That is awesome. I know it's been it was referenced a lot within within the DC world. Uh, Let's actually
3: go there. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I've I've seen that film a couple times now, and I like it. But dude, I'm not the hype. Like, it's funny. Like, if you ever watch, if you ever go to watch Mojo, Watch Mojo does these top ten lists. Like, oh, the top ten DC movies of all time, and that Suicide Squad, Squad movie that came out this year is number three. I'm like whoa that's first off let it marinate and that's way too high I liked it but it's not the movie and, and you agreed as well you're like dude
2: it's not the movie that I they're saying no yeah like, nothing yeah the, the hype that everybody it. was talking about I was like I don't I don't feel that I, I don't, don't see yeah. it I think one of the biggest ones was I think um the comment that people are like oh this is the first time she's really Harley Quinn I'm going N-no. no do you not know who Harley Quinn was and her character, like the first one, she was Harley was, was Harley Quinn. Yeah, that.
3: what she wasn't Harley Quinn at all. Yeah. She was
2: just there. Even Birds of Prey, she
3: was Harley Quinn, and Birds of Prey is a terrible film, except for a couple scenes with uh, Ewan McGregor's Black Mask. The one scene where the where he made the girl dance in her bra beginning like, yeah, take it off, take it off, dance. And I was like, oh, that's Black Mask.
2: Okay, here it is. So yeah, Keith Sutherland turned down the role because he couldn't imagine himself wearing yellow tights on the big screen. I agree. Uh, But he didn't realize what Burton was planning on doing. He was going to make it darker. Um, Eventually, uh, the role was reduced down to a small cameo by Robin's alter ego, Dick Grayson, and was eventually just cut out completely. So yeah, that's the main reason why he turned it down. So maybe if he accepted it, maybe they would have at least kept him in there and would have been interesting to see what kind of Darker version of Robin they could have made because honestly, at that time, Robin was still Robin, you know, there were no tights. It was, it was the, it was the, it was the hot pants or the, the, the uh, speedos. I mean, it wasn't until I think Tim came around that we got the long pants, Robin, more like more tactical looking Robin. When he got rid of like, the fairy feather boots.
3: Dude, I, I freaked out when this moment happened. When he dropped out of the ceiling, what? Boom. The whole theater like, actually just stood up like, what? Iconic. He just hit the girl. He lost it. What does he say? It was a cool line. I don't know. You saw the trailers. You saw the previews, but this is like the first time we're going to see the Anton first Batmobile. And according to some people, still their favorite Batmobile.
0: I don't know.
2: I'm kind of partial to the uh, to the Batman and Robin one with with the uh, the the lights and the hoopty thing. Shut uh, I'm up. kind of partial to that. Shut your whore mouth up! Shut Your whore mouth! Your whore You're a freaking liar!
3: <laughs> How dare you say that?
2: <laughs> I love. I just. I love that vehicle because honestly, we got. To, well, I don't know. Did you see it in the uh, in the White Knight? Did you? Did, did they ever do that? I, I can't remember. if It's that one or if the second one where you see the bat. They, they you go see.
3: T- no, you see this one. Yeah, but you, see, you, you, you should see all of them in the, in that series. Well, no, when he goes to the Batcave, it shows all of them. But eventually, it like oh, yes, something happens to all the Batmobiles that get destroyed. But he ends up riding this one, and there's a moment in the panel. Where he's like, "This has always been my favorite." That's what I dug. As far as design and everything, I mean, I yeah, it's it's my top two. I'm torn between the Affleck Batmobile and the uh, the Tumblr. I'm a Tumblr guy as well because I like the tank version, but people hate it. Oh, it's not pretty, but it's, it's a tank.
2: That's be pretty. So there was somebody else was offered the role of not only Dent, Bruce Wayne, and Jack Napier. This one actor was offered all three roles, turned it down for... A, an amazing movie. In fact, probably one of our top movies that we uh, we both I know we both love.
3: He turned down three roles. Three
2: roles. He was offered all three roles. Pick what. Pick which one you want. And I would honestly, I would love would have loved to see this, especially with this dark tone here. I would love to see the, the role, the way it would have went. He, but he would have had to play the bad guy. He couldn't have played Bruce Wayne.
3: Big time actor,
2: yeah, I'd say pretty big. I'll give you, a, I'll give you a clue to the movie. It's not the it, actor. It's not the actor, mm-hmm. but this line was from this movie. Uh, so I, I make you laugh. How, like, a, like a clown? Ray Liotta. Yes, Ray Liotta turned down Liotta. all three roles, and he yeah. regrets it. What a moron! You know what? But he went on to do probably one of your yours and mine best favorite mob movies.
3: Godfilles. sorry
2: guys,
3: I don't mean to drop
2: the ice anymore. Okay, it's well, not like I, he, it's not like he has a mute button over there or anything. I, I I'm sorry, I'm so sorry.
3: I'm still in shock about Ray really Liotta.
2: Yeah, he he feels that like he's like he the, the chances he could have done. You know, and taken as an actor with with either one of the roles.
3: Man, imagine him as the Joker. He could have pulled it off. Yeah. Dent, in, it, if he came back for Dent in later films, he could have done Two-Face. And I think he could have done a good job as Batman.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I could see that. A young Ray Ode, yeah. Again, yeah, like I said, just think back. This is the time of Goodfellas. I mean, think about think about that whole scene towards the end where he's like freaking out and you know he's all fucking coked up and and he you know the the helicopter chasing him and that mad and crazed look in his face.
0: I, I mean, right there, right mine. there is
2: a, a a tip of the iceberg of what could be Joker. Hmm. Oh, and I was wrong. Eckhart was based off on Harvey Bullock. Bullock was around before this. I didn't realize he was in the comic books. Oh, okay. So you stand correct. Yeah. Originally, uh, uh, there was a pre-crisis Bullock who was a corrupt cop on the payroll of Hamilton, Hamilton Hill, um, who you know sabotaged Gordon's operations. Uh, and that's when uh, back when Gordon had the heart attack, because he eventually drove him to have the heart attack. Um, yeah, that's nineteen eighty-three but they chose to do a, go to a different direction and not use I love that. <laughs> Me. Too. His his you can there are moments with him you can see his comedy a- Yeah. Acting. That was one of them. You know, he just there's certain moments of the, this great timing. Now, we talk about movie scores a lot like you especially you and I.
3: I bought the tape because there was two different uh Two soundtracks. I, yeah, those, yeah, two soundtracks two soundtracks. There, was, there was the regular soundtrack of Prince and there was actually the score soundtrack with Danny Elfman I bought both of them I would play this score over and over mm-hmm. again it's called like I think it's called like Ode to, to the Bad Cave or something
2: I love this it's just
3: yeah
1: dropping. now the
2: Prince CD included like a whole bunch of songs that weren't in the movie yeah tons of them yeah but this is like, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, who else did that? Queen did that. Queen yeah. released an album for yeah. for Highlander, uh, you know, a certain kind of uh, type of magic,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: a... there was a lot of other songs that weren't included in the movie. Or it's a kind of magic. Sorry, I think
3: two songs were included off that. It was a. Uh, it's a kind of magic and one vision. One vision.
2: No, one vision was used later on Iron Maiden but um, no, it's the kind of magic was was in Highlander. Yeah, it was in the bar scene. Yeah. Yeah, but no one vision wasn't used in Highlander. Uh, no, you had uh, you want to live forever. Oh, uh, no, Prince no, uh, was, yeah.
3: you're right, you're right. Yeah. There, there was there was,
2: a, there was probably I want to say there were 5 songs on that you album that were used I'm in Highlander. Of a
3: song where uh, the Kurgan is driving the girl across the Brooklyn Bridge, and that one Queen office. Oh, that
2: over. one was that one wasn't on there. Yeah, it was uh, New uh, York, New York by Queen. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. I gotta find that one. Uh, probably New YouTube is gonna be you your only way. way. Yeah, I don't actually. I don't even know if there's a full song of that. I think it was just a bit. If I remember reading, I'm trying to remember because when we did that movie, I thought I brought that up. I mm. thought that mo- that that was only for like a small por- portion. They didn't even do the full song. The great Now, Tim Burton didn't meet Prince until Prince went to the soundstage uh, for the back Batcave. Like, they, like he had already start; they were already in in filming, and uh, Prince showed up, you know, to take a look at the the, the soundstage for the Batcave there.
3: I like this Batcave. Not my favorite Batcave, but it's up there. It's functional. To me, if you want to have a geek as and watch Titans, that's like literal comic book Batcave.
2: <laughs> yeah. A little bit. I don't I t- no yes, it is. Come on. Not really. No, it's to me it's too small. It it's way too small. This this and in later Batman movies in this this line. I think we're a lot more comic book accurate. Where they're bigger and it's just these massive caverns. I the only I I understand why you like Titans better was because of the 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 trophy case. Yeah, I, that's yes. right, I, I understand. That's the only reason you like it better. If, if you really want to get down to it, because yeah. they had a trophy case, the rest of the Batcave ain't that ain't that exciting. All right.
0: Uh-huh.
2: If this one had a trophy case, you'd be all over it. I just like the um, the holograms with the dinosaur and, like, the penny. Yeah. Again, that was- the trophy case. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's just, you're, you're about the trophy case. If any Batcave had a trophy case, you, you, that, that would be the best. Dude, one.
3: I've been trying to build a trophy case for my Batcave for so long, but I, I cannot find an accurate T-Rex. Let's
2: get the T-Rex from Toy Story. That'll work. No! Absolutely not. I'm not getting him. Or just buy one when the new uh, Jurassic Park comes out. No. Why? It's a T-Rex. Oh. No. There's not a special T-Rex you need. You just need a fucking T-Rex. What's
1: us with the giant penny.
2: Well, you can find card. those. Hard.
3: The junk card would be easy, actually.
2: You know what? It's not a bad idea. I'm surprised just... you don't have a fucking giant penny on your wall already. Well, Christmas is coming. Hint, hint
1: and my
3: birthday I was watching an episode of Supergirl and they mentioned the Gotham Gazette not Globe, Gotham Gazette dude, look at this guy dude, what's wrong with your face? What the f dude, if you don't have makeup, your face is Dude, not I've looking-
2: gone camping for a week and I don't look that bad. You freaking get zits all over your face? Lay off the chocolate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the hell?
2: Yeah, I love Tracy Walter as uh, as Bob. I thought he was great. Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, you want to talk about one of the, like the best, like the one of the top like you know, character actors of all time?
3: This is very honest. I'm, I'm trying to think what other films he
2: was in. Uh, you name it, he's probably been on it. I mean, not to not to be. Yeah, I mean he's he's been in movies, TV series, you just. Ridiculous. The guy's everywhere.
1: Dude, you your if phone? you really
2: want me to take you back, he was in Matilda. Jesus. He was in City Slickers as Cookie. That was him? Yeah. Oh, man. No. He was in Silence of the Lambs. He was in Young Guns 2.
1: Dude, Young Guns 2. Shit
2: really want to go back he was malik and conan the destroyer wait um the second one he he was a, he was a, the was he the, well, see, the, the th-
3: guy that got knighted at the end like the the queen was like yeah. hey you, 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 he was he was the idiot mm-hmm. oh my god
2: not very bruce wayne by the way uh yeah, so, yeah it is sure. that is bruce Wayne. <laughs> you you don't think bruce wayne's as big a dick as you think he is he's a big dick all right like, there are moments you're like bruce wouldn't do that yeah, he, yeah you
3: know what it's funny i texted you like i think it was a couple weeks ago when i started the bruce wayne from titans i was like dude let's not bruce wayne he's, he would never do that and you were like yeah he would dude yeah that's yes
2: Like, come on man He's the one that would risk the world to stop Apocalypse. All right, He don't give two shits as long as it wins. Yeah, but
3: the whole thing, that one scene in Titans where he
2: asked Dick to be Robin again, that's not Bruce. He he wouldn't do that. No, your bitch was that he had all these Robins backed up. That was your bitch. Bruce wouldn't do that. Yep. Bruce would have a plan for plan for plan for plan to back up. But he would plan. never
3: ask Dick to be his Robin again. The the plan behind Robin thing I get, but like he would never. No, Dick, be Robin again. Like what? No. Anyway, that's a different conversation. I don't have that now. It's a big, it's a big ass apartment for
2: a, a photographer's salary. Shit, she's not just any photographer.
0: She's Vicky Vale. <laughs> Vicky
2: Vale. All of the Joker coming over to see Barbara.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Again, the makeup's so good on him.
1: God, he's so good. A little
3: cornrows in her hair I do dig, by the way. Now, at this moment, you find out that Felicia has decided because Jack, you know, he makes art until someone dies. And guess what? Somebody died.
0: Oh. Now,
3: coming up here is one of the worst. Um, I, I think, I thank goodness Mike is not here. This is probably the worst. Scene in this film,
1: hands down, just is. I love this dude with the with the boot box. Not quite the first way I would want Bruce Wayne and Joker to meet, but hey.
3: Now, these jackets right here, these Joker jackets, the leather jackets these guys are wearing, one of the thugs, with, especially this guy. I think he has like a little priest outfit going on with the boom box. And the Warner Brothers store, I remember when that when the Warner Brothers store opened, when I moved to Orlando for one of the first times, they sold these leather jackets. They were like 200 bucks. Go on eBay right now, they're 500. I wanted to buy one of those Joker jackets so bad.
0: Ugh.
1: Here we go. Then let's get nuts, dude.
0: <sighs> Why?
1: It's just something I say. Jack is so good.
3: There's actually another... Batman and Joker scene after this one, and I believe it was cut out, or it was actually in one of the storyboards that, if I can recall correctly, they meet again, and basically it's the scene is in Gotham Square somewhere. It's during the day, and the Joker basically says, "Hey, look, bring Batman to me, or I'm going to kill one person every hour until he gets here." And it's Batman riding on a horse. Storybook scene, or was it actually a scene that Burt wanted to use? But it was it. I, don't, I don't think they ever filmed it, but it was on Storybook. If I can recall correctly. And of course, you got to have the laughing box. Ah-ha. Boom. <laughs> I don't
0: know why. <laughs>
3: I love Knox now Knox put up with a lot of shit Put up with her He digs her He's like hey man I'm your friend Come on Now how Did she not figure this out in the beginning I'll never understand What's up? This but she is a world class journalist. Well, actually, photographer. You know, I take that back. Sorry. He saw it all happen. And I believe this is three. Okay, this is 89. Dark Knight Returns came on 86. So this is three years after Dark Knight Returns.
2: Yeah, because what. Uh, Dark Knight Returns was, what was the book that was given to Michael Keaton because neither Keaton nor Burton were comic or Batman fans leading up to this.
3: There's an episode I'm I'm, I'm sure you haven't watched it my daughter she watched it with me. And it was a random episode. It's called Girl Meets World.
2: It's like the sequel to Boy Meets World. Yeah, I've, yeah I, I haven't seen it, but I, I know of it. The,
3: you're probably going to remember the episode I'm talking about. Basically. No, I said an, I haven't seen it. I know of it. <laughs> well, I'll explain to you an episode. There's an episode where Ben Savage. He's basically a teacher at the school now that he was in. And um, he's basically trying to teach like the Dark Knight Returns is basically a literature part of art. Like the the, the whole school's like, it's not, it's not. But like he defends it and eventually his daughter defends it. Like it is, uh, he breaks it down. It's a really good episode. And I was watching with the kid and she's like, dad, do you have that book? I'm like, "Uh oh yeah. Uh I got a couple prints. You want some? Just one of those comics or like, you know, generation defining there's a couple of them that's that one okay
2: so hold on now you're telling me that how, when did your daughter ask you about this she was this happened about a year ago a year ago okay and, and she's how old she's 18 okay so 17 years of her life you've never introduced her to that book
0: I
3: did, but she didn't want to read it at the time. Mm. You know, you know how teenagers are, dude. Like they have to find out things by themselves. Then they go back and be like, "Hey, for reference, what do you think about this?" Mm. Like, well, I read it, dude. Come on, when you're a teenager, your dad comes up to, you "Hey, dude, I want you to listen to this Zeppelin album. It's awesome. It's you know, Stairway to Heaven. It's you know, Immigrant Song, House of the Holy." And you'd be like, "Well, you know what? I got I got this one album to
2: listen to first, and then you go back to it." That's how Jade is. Okay, my, my dad was a construction worker, country boy, raised in, by God, West Virginia. All right. I'm just to... Zeppelin would not be it. Johnny Cash, I was already into. Waylon, Willie, no. Yeah, that's... And my dad was so cool. Every time he would pick me up, he would let me play whatever the hell I was into at that time. All right, again, by God, country boy, West Virginia. Rocking down of. Down I seventy five to Cinderella. Mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he was a patient man. My gypsy road, can't.
3: Tom Kiefer, one of the worst voices in rock. Sorry,
2: I love Cinderella. That's Don't be mad because you can't sing it. Don't try me, son. I know somebody what? has got their song. So uh, yeah, just let me know when you're when you're up for it. Well, Just let me know when you're feeling froggy Yep Well,
3: I got my second shot You know when I was watching this With um, my brother And my mom My mom didn't even know that But his parents signed That's why so he became Batman like so that, is that why he did it? I'm like, yeah. And then she looked at me and my brother and she's like, So, what would happen if, like, because my mom, I love her Spanish one, but she's so morbid. She's like, What would happen if we would have died? I'm like, I don't know. I guess we'd become Captain Puerto Rico or something. Like, and just, I don't know. <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? So many versions of how the Waynes die.
2: But it's both the same way. They both they both die. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like your mom and her generation didn't realize that about, about his parents because it wasn't it wasn't shoved down their throat as much as it is with us. And it wasn't such a defining characteristic of him you know nowadays it is because that's why we see it every time we get a batman yeah it's we a, have to see this scene the gun the pearls because it has to define who he is but it's it, not that's it, the thing it's you know it is a big it, part of who he is but it's, but it's at the it, same it, time it's not it
3: does not define him though there are other stories yeah because you got
2: to realize i mean that was that was introduced like in the beginning of his story but it didn't become no. him you know if something no. happens to me that's not who i am it's something that happened to me but that doesn't define who i am no no
3: that that's what started his journey that's what began it yeah. that, was a trigger. that was a trigger but you know whatever else he became afterwards was because of live experience like after that he's like you know what i don't want nothing to happen like this to anybody else again so what did he do he traveled the world he became different and he became and he became this character that's what it was
1: You let my girlfriend in the Batcave, dude. Really, dude, Alfred, come on, man.
0: Cause I got a thing for young boys,
3: dude. <laughs> That's <is> too creepy. <laughs>
2: Am I wrong? Mm-mm.
3: What about Knox, dude? Knox's a good dude. He's stable. He's got a good job.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You know the girls love the good guys. You know the girls like the stable ones. (laughs) Come on. Wow. I mean Have you have you been to the Winchester lately?
3: (laughs) All the psychos win. Look at this one. Are we gonna try to be together? Like what?
2: So I you mentioned when I brought up the Joker about who would play him, you mentioned William Defoe. You're thinking about when Richard Donner was offered the movie. Yep. It was originally offered to Richard Donner after Superman, and they, and at that time it was considered Mel Gibson for, for Batman, Michael J. Fox for Robin, William Defoe as the Joker, and then Joe Pes- Pesci as the Penguin. That one's wrong. Don't know why they would go that route, but that's what dude, they wanted. Dude, dude Joe Pesci as
3: the Penguin. <laughs>
2: I mean, Joe Pesci at the time, yeah, he was the man. But oh, just...
3: Oh, dude, yeah. you the curse Penguin. You, fuck you, you, you look at that.
2: Not, not, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that would just, yeah. Man. So, but yeah, that's probably what you were thinking at the time. And then it went from Donner to Ivan Reitman, and Reitman was going to make a comedy version of that. And I think with Reitman, there was
3: Trendler. Bill Murray. And Bill Murray's gonna be Batman.
2: Yeah, no, I think with Reitman, it was Michael J. Fox or Eddie Murphy were considered for the role of Robin. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was different. Yeah, so that's. But when Burton got a hold of it, that's when it took on this, you know, this life that we we're seeing. I would have loved to have seen Donner. I mean, I still would have loved to have seen that world interconnect and there was i think there was a small comic book run with with both these worlds with the batman Mm -hmm. and the donner superman and i think i think that would have been great to see that
3: i do like this joker helicopter by the way kind of cool that's a cool ass helicopter man i got my car but damn and helicopter's badass. <laughs> okay, you didn't hear Prince throughout the whole film, but now you're gonna hear him.
2: The Macy Stay Parade. Oh, this is interesting. I didn't know these. The Coen Brothers were offered a chance to do this movie. <laughs> Come on, man! Uh, Think of the know. Coen Brothers doing I Batman,
3: know. dude. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that would be. Awesome. It'd be wild. It'd be fucking wild, dude. Now, who was the showrunner for the um, for Fargo on FX? Do you know who that was? No. Can you look that up real quick? Because he was the same the same showrunner for Legion. That's what I want I'm asking. When I just finished Fargo season one, thought it was awesome. And you know how big of a fan of I am of Legion, so
2: Yeah, that was him. Uh Noah Hawley. Noah Holl- Noah Holloway. Yeah, oh, Noah Hawley. Yeah. Noah. Allia. Imagine
3: Noah Holly doing a Batman film.
2: But I could imagine him doing a Star Trek movie. He's linked up mm. with Star Trek. Mm. Mm. Yes. Interesting. See, so I gotta movie. see I wanna watch Fargo, but I don't because I, I gotta it's be good. honest. I wasn't, I wasn't I wasn't a I wasn't a big fan of the Dude. movie.
3: Do you trust me? If you hated the movie, you'll love the
2: series. Really? On that one, you can trust me. And I'm, a, I, I like Coen Brothers. Like, I love their movies. I couldn't tell you how many times I've watched Oh Brother. I can't tell you how many times I've watched oh, I, I Big I'm Lebowski. Cool.
3: But Big I, Bas- just, I just, I oh, just,
2: I could not get into Fargo.
3: Watch Fargo. Trust me, you'll dig it. Fargo is what got me into
2: Legion. Got what? Fargo got me into Legion. Oh. Yeah, I thought Legion just got you into Legion. I mean, it's no Legion. Legion. Uh,
3: yes, because Legion was Legion. But when I heard yeah. that how the Holly was doing, it, I was like, oh. "Just watch it." Remember, I texted you the first episode after it happened. I was like, "Dude, David Lynch.
2: was very Lynchy." Oh yeah, no, I'd already, dude. I'd already, I already started watching Legion before you did because I was. No, you didn't. Yes, no, I was watching it before you started watching it because I was. It's Legion. I knew what it was about. I was on board for Legion. I just I couldn't I couldn't finish watching it because once I moved I didn't have access to that channel anymore on, so I I couldn't finish okay. watching it. I take
3: my insult back. You're right. Now I'm thinking about what You were moving
2: and had yeah. Okay. But yeah no yeah when Legion first started man yeah, I was all over that. I thought that was really great. I thought it was I thought what they were doing was great. You and I were going back and forth about it.
3: Oh so many nights. It's funny, all the things that we predicted was going to happen, never happened. (laughs) It's just kind of funny. We did predict Professor X would show up, but it wasn't really Professor X. It was just Charles. I love this. Go risk. So where are you as far as Joker ranks go? We got Jack... Got Heath, Got Joaquin. Some people love, you know, um Jared. Actually, some people like the kid from Gotham, they think he's pretty good as well. So where are you at his rankings for his Joker goes?
2: Well, I'm going to have to put Heath first cuz I thought he captured it great and the acting. I mean, yeah. I can I literally went from watching 10 things I hate about you to watching his Batman. And I was like, it's not the same character. It's not the same person. It just wasn't. It, 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 I'm, so, I mean, there's that level. I'll give him that for the acting ability and just his Joker. Um, then I'd go Nicholson. Then I'd go Leto. Uh, and, and even those are really tied. I think what, what Leto did was great for his type of Joker. We don't, we don't want, I don't want the gangster Joker anymore. You know, that, cause that's not what the world, that if Batman existed right now, that's not who he would be. No, no, you're right. He would, he would be a fuck boy. All right. And that's what Joker was. That's what the Joker, the Joker for Jared Leto, he was a fuck boy. All right. He listened to 2 Chains, and he, I mean, that's just, that's, I just know the character. We know the guy. We've hung out with him. We'd have comic book talks with him. Okay. Do I need to say anything more? We know that guy, and that's who he would be if something like that would happen to him. You know, so he would the- get the grill and everything. Uh, now, as far as um, I wish I could remember the actor's name, I, I, I love him on the Star on Star on Star Wars. Um, but yeah, I think the the Gotham Joker it was also right up there. I mean, he's he's like. He's right up there with him too, because I loved what he did, you know. In both in both times he played the well, character, both
3: times, yeah. yeah. He played like the the anarchist, and he played the more calm. There's
2: central. something iconic about this
3: Joker here because of the time and what he was. Yeah, he was the first. It, well, both of them actually, yeah. like him, like Keaton and Jack, are just like they're timeless.
2: I gotta say, even the, even the special effects. I mean, it, it's you can kind of see it sometimes, but. It's it, it holds up. Still kinda holds up. The you only bad special effects I think I've seen was at the very, very beginning when he's standing on the on the balcony oh. looking down and he walks away in the yeah. shadow, just like you know it's animated, and it just looks really, really bad.
3: Still the best version of the Batwing. Anton first, who passed away, I believe, a couple of years after this film came out. He stole my
1: balloons. So Joker. That's that's
3: Joker, man. That's him. I was like, what the hell? But dude, wh- why? Why did he kill? Dude, Bob was a good dude, man. Bob was loyal. I love how his goons are like, yeah, man, he's dead. Fuck him. And again, the Monarch Theater. I do like this. This was cool. Again, I'm 12 years old, dude. That was for me.
2: Now, there's also another um, Star Wars reference in here, another actor. Is it a deep cut? Huh? Is it a deep cut?
0: Uh, Yeah, kind (sighs) of.
3: I do. You know what? There was a poster that came out. It was during that time period that had... Basically, Jack in front of the the cake like this, and the the bat wing is coming down like that, and he's like this. It was like two hundred bucks. I'm trying to find a print of it. Actually, I've been trying to search for a while. It's it, basically he's like this with the arms out, and the bat wing is coming towards him. I love that shot. There's a lot of cool shots in this film. Okay, dude, you're missing him. You have missiles. And does this we scene can't... look familiar?
2: star wars no dark knight on the bike
0: same oh, scene same, same scene. fucking scene same you've scene.
2: never seen you've never noticed that before no oh shit no i didn't notice that same fucking scene and he hits him and he wrecks
3: and in dark knight he hits the bike and he wrecks.
2: <laughs> you never noticed
3: that i, I did not <laughs> I, I
2: never did So, but no, you were, we were talking about there's another Star Wars reference on here. We'll, we already had William Hawkins, who, uh, who played Eckhart, who played, you know, Porkins on here. But the gentleman who played Thomas Wayne, David Pax, he was also an X-Wing pilot in Star Wars A New Hope. And he also played a Superman villain. You won't know. Don't, don't even try. But he he was in Superman 1978 as a burglar. So I'm most likely assuming he's the burglar, oh, the cat burglar that fell.
3: Oh, the guy who was yeah. when Superman's on the, on the roof like this or like the, on the stained glass
2: windows, like, mm-hmm. hey man, what's going on? There? And like, then Hopkins, who you know, played Eckhart, he was also in another Superman movie. My, my personal favorite Superman for 4 Quest for Peace. He actually played the crime <laughs> boss, Harry Howler.
3: one of these days we're going to do the quest for peace
2: uh, right after we do the last star Wars movie, which one is first? I don't trust you. Star Wars. I don't trust you.
3: <laughs> oh, dude. It's, it's that... Bastard. Fine.
2: Now we got to do that. We got to do the Superman to the Donner cut. Anyways, we got to do that. We're <sighs> that one out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. We have to. When you
3: gave me that film and I watched it, I texted you up that night. I was like, God, this is so fuck It's so super bad. Like the cut that I saw in the film was, you know, whatever's watchable. But that cut was like more mythology, like more like he was more like conflicted, like talking to his dad and shit like shit. Like, wow. Why didn't they release this one? Kind of like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Very comparable.
2: Dude, what the hell is wrong with Batman? Just, just, got, go. just got knocked out of the sky. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be walking straight. That
3: was me at 5 o'clock this morning. I'm getting out of my hotel room. Oh, it did to work. No offense to people who work at 5 o'clock in the morning, dude. I love you guys, but I can't, I can't do it. I'm sorry.
0: It's not me.
1: I Man, give her back her shoe, dude. Guess not.
2: Uh,
3: doesn't Batman have grappling hooks? Could he not just grapple up there? Just
2: saying. Well, see, I always thought, I always took Tim Burton as a comic book fan. Because I, I always had heard that, that, that he was. Now I'm reading more and more about this, he wasn't. And it's funny, is it's because it was due to his dyslexia. He didn't know which box to read first. That's why he never became a fan. He loved the villains, man. No, he couldn't. He never became a comic book fan. He couldn't. He didn't know which box to start with. Really? Well, I, I can get that because I've recently picked up Ma- Maga and I, I had that issue you're at really, first.
3: You're reading Maga?
2: i told you that. Do you not listen to anything I say? I listen to everyone I told now. you that three months ago <laughs> I've been reading.
1: Yeah, i messing with it, yeah.
2: <laughs> I got done with Berserk, uh, Death Notes. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's... yeah. When I first started reading, I had to, like, learn how to read. Because it was backwards. Now, if you can read some Dragon Ball... I, I don't see... I'm on the fence of whether I want to read Jack, Dragon Ball or not. You should. You should... If you do, dude, we will have a lot to talk it's, it's about. That, it's that Game of dude, Thrones I, look, thing look, look, with look, me look, look, like it was with look. you.
3: Hey, I was the same way with Game of Thrones. Remember that? I took the plunge. Got a podcast coming out relatively soon. But check it out. I got into it. You will get into Dragon Ball. Just remember this. Suspend your disbelief.
2: it. Well, I can suspend my disbelief. There's just certain times I You can't. really
1: have to suspend your disbelief.
3: I think there's a story of why Keaton, like the particular Bat symbol that he's wearing on his crest right now, like when Batman Returns comes out, he's basically wearing like the same version I'm wearing on my, my T-shirt right now. But that particular version that he's wearing on his crest, I believe there's a story behind it. Why the bat symbol is made like it's not triangle? It's you'll see. I mean,
2: what do you mean it's? Look at it. Oh.
1: Oh, I gotta send you the image. Well, actually, no. Let me watch this scene. Jesus. Dude, this guy is huge.
3: I know at this point you're not thinking comic book legacy, but my God, this guy beats the shit out of Batman! Like, damn! Like this guy should be Batman. Look at him. Just... No, what I was saying earlier was these um, these jackets the goons are wearing these uh, purple leather jackets.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: At the Warner Brothers store when I first moved down here. They were selling these jackets.
2: They were like two hundred bucks. They they still do. And they can you can get them online. I, I, saw I know. One. I saw one a couple of weeks ago.
3: But they're going like the recent. I've been looking for them. Like they're like five hundred, six hundred bucks. I've always wanted one of those jackets, but I don't want like the, the puffy like you know the, the bomber jackets. I just want like a slick back like, a leather but not leather, but jacket. Actually, just a um a members only jacket like that.
2: Come on, dude. This dude, this piece of shit. Out of him. Dude, you can get them online for like a 100, 120 bucks. Send me the link. Uh, just type Batman eighty nine Joker jacket. I don't have to send Hold you on. nothing. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, on. you'll find them on there. Yeah, and they're and they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not the. Bo- I mean, they they are kind of bombery, but they're not puffy like you were talking about. Yeah, they're out there. Hold
1: on. This one's one. Oh, this was only one fifteen. Buy, add to cart. There we go. All right, sorry. And the beast If anybody calls you beast I will rip out their heart Now this is where it gets a little weird. Why? Just saying, this is a little strange. What's strange? So what I'm asking.
2: She tries to go down. She's trying to distract him. Just saying. Still. So there's nothing weird about it. She know. She just saw Batman walking in the background. She's like, okay, I need to distract. Joker would
1: never fall for this bullshit.
3: I do like this line. (laughs) That's Joker. That wasn't easy to get over.
0: <laughs> you made me first.
1: Ah, it's (laughs) Joker.
3: Now, one of those gargoyles turns into, wakes up, turns into one of the gargoyles we know and love. What was the main gargoyle? The animated one? And then um those was Hudson, Brooklyn, Manhattan.
2: Yeah, they were all named after the Burbs. Who was the main guy? Oh, uh Goliath. Yeah, Goliath. Goliath, yeah.
3: Goliath, that's right. I hope they revived that show.
2: If Disney's smart, they should because I mean it, they've been getting blown up like crazy by people when they when they release the um when they when Disney Plus started and they put Gargoyles on on there like like their download just went crazy.
3: Gargoyles
2: was was one of those shows, man. Yeah, we just, sure. and we uh, that's we just recently lost Ed Adner, Asner. He played uh, Hudson on there, yeah, which I completely I didn't even know. I totally forgot about that. Like when I looked at like Ed Asner's like comic book like or voiceover list I was like what the heck? I knew royalty dude he's comic- I, yeah, I knew all of them but didn't know that was him
3: You have a good story too what was the name of the uh, the girl that with the girl Goliath the girl Goliath the girl Gargoyle that Goliath was in love with but she turned his back on him. Oh, that's. Um, and she was, de, she was de, also, uh, Demona. Demona. Yeah, she was also voiced in Star Trek too. She was a counselor, Troy. Yeah.
2: And yeah, David David Xanatos, who was Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, there's a heavy, heavy, heavy. Star Trek uh, crossover.
3: Jonathan Franks was the the billionaire like who owned that. Yeah, cast. who
2: literally looked like Jonathan Franks. You couldn't yes. couldn't deny who he was based off of.
3: <laughs> he looked the same. He had the beard and everything.
2: But yeah, you had you had Brent Spinner, Lavar Burton. They all were they all were on there. I mean, it was. They they pretty much got the whole uh, the Next whole generation. bridge crew. Yeah, on there. i remember when like when gargoyles came out and i was watching it in the afternoon star trek would come on at four and that's why i was like wait a second these voices are all like they sound sound familiar. familiar
3: <laughs> the Joker's dead. Batman would never kill the Joker, but it's 89. So
2: this is where this is my problem with this movie and this movie started that you're the killing, you killing kill, off of killing your main the, villains. That makes yeah. no sense to me if you want to even if you're not thinking of a franchise. I mean, there was no such thing really as franchises in movies back then. The, so the but villain, you want to keep that open. You know that's that's just one thing that just threw me off. It's like, why would you do that? And then, like it? I why said, every, we ever since then, almost in every comic book movie since then, they don't die. Th- no, they do. They do die. Most well, some of them. Most of them do. Think back. Think think to think to them all. Zod got killed off. All right. You go yeah. to uh, you go to uh, well, any Zod of the Marvel movies. Them. Any of the Marvel movies. All of their main villains have been killed off.
3: Yellow Jacket died. Thanos
2: died. Red Skull died. Even go pre MCU. Go to Spider Man. Every single one of their villains, dead.
3: Green Goblin died. Doc Ock died. Like I said,
0: Venom.
3: I don't think Venom really died.
2: Sandman didn't die. No, Sandman sort of, sort of. Did he? He didn't. He disappeared. Okay. But again, but again, he wasn't a villain at that time. He had, he had redeemed himself, so he doesn't count. I'm telling well, you, yeah, every yeah, it's from the yeah. beginning of this movie on, whenever a superhero meets meets their arch nemesis, motherfucker dies.
3: Oh man, I do like this. Oh, Bad
2: signal. You go back to Superman. Lex lived. And then X Men. I'll give it. I'll give it to X Men. They didn't kill him off.
1: Yeah, the, you don't kill them off.
2: You
3: can't. Iron long, you're died.
0: Hey, well, what's up, Creeper?
3: Right. You look so beautiful, Ms. Vea, coming to my car. Creepy. He's got champagne. He's got roofies. He's got
2: drugs. What's up, man? My boss is Batman. He'll be there later. In actuality, it's it's him dressed as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: not surprised. Whatever, stiffy.
3: This movie was cool. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody says that. Everybody says this movie's cool. No, this moment.
2: Oh yeah, even somebody said this moment was bad.
3: They can go do the F word. Oh, So good. And now we'll be back in ten minutes to do Batman returns. Actually no, we're not <laughs> Jerry Hall, Tracy Walter, Lee Wallace. All right, guys, that was Batman 1989. We did it. We made it through. Mike, this is the first time seeing this movie in about, what, 10 years, 5,
2: 6, seven? God, God, I don't even know, man. I just know it's been a while. 15, 20. Yeah, it's one of those movies I, I love, but at the same time, I don't want to ruin by seeing again. You know, it's like I it's, I don't know, it's it's like I want to see more of it, but at the same time I'm like I, I what I have of it, I, I've seen it enough.
0: Hmm. Okay. I,
2: I think I've watched it enough. I don't I can't find anything new. No, there's nothing
3: new, it's all yeah. about like, it's just nostalgia. To me, like I told you before we started recording, I watched this movie at least once a year. And I can predict all the lines and all that shit. And I just I don't get bored of it because to me I'm I'm transported back into 1989, 12 years old, blah blah blah. The bad signal, the car. It was cool. We became like I literally owned excuse me, the first two Batman movies I owned on VHS, and I basically watched them to death that I couldn't watch them anymore. Actually, sorry, microphone.
2: Okay, you were actually 15, not not 12 years old, by the way. Was that fifteen? Wait, it just came out in nineteen eighty nine. So seventy-four not do the, do the math
1: now. Oh go. shit, I was older
2: <laughs> Oh no. That's not good. I know. I know. I know I know you like to make yourself feel younger, but you know. <sighs> don't 10. worry, I'm the same age, so summer down. It's okay. But I was yeah. like I was like twelve. I don't yeah, no, I don't like, I was I don't think I was that young.
3: So fifteen, yes, I was fifteen when this came out. Still awesome. It's still awesome now. It's Batman eighty nine. I loved it. Ten out of ten. Mike, take it away, sir.
2: I think again, I love it. I thought it was great. It's always, I mean, it's it's the movie. You know, as if somebody's gonna talk about a Superman movie. I am gonna go back to Superman with Christopher Reeves. You know, every single time. This one for you. That's that's definitely it. And another great little bit of trivia: when this movie did come out, it was the fifty year anniversary of Batman. Oh my and god. And we're at the what? Eighty is it almost eighty five? No, no, we did didn't we do 80 years yesterday or last year? Wasn't the 80th year last year? Was for it for Batman? That's when they that's when they like they did like all these great big things last year in September.
3: Oh, that was eight. That's right, that was 80. So what
1: eighty? So yeah. Oh
2: shit. So yeah, def- definitely, definitely an old movie, but well worth it. And I can't wait to see what else we're gonna do. Uh next week we are going to be doing a review of um, no, actually no. We're doing a watch long. i sorry. I take that back. Next week we're going to do another watch long because we wanted to end the month with a um, with the review of along Halloween since that will be the lead in into October. So yeah, next next week will be Batman Begins. Yes, Batman
1: Begins.
2: All right, guys. Make sure you guys do check us out on Heroes Asylum. You can check out our Facebook page, our Instagram, and Twitter and uh, make sure you guys check us out there and uh, also with our regular Heroes Asylum podcast and the other ones that Kane is a uh, part of.
3: Check out Lobos and Chair Shots on Facebook, Instagram, and then Twitter and check out Heroes Asylum Movies and as always from Mike to me to you Get to the Asylum!